Hey mama, I know you need a break, so go ahead and clock out, because it's time for the Moms Off The Clock podcast. What's going on? What's going on? It's Deirdre and welcome back to Moms Off The Clock, a podcast for the moms who need a break to have a WTF is happening moment. You are not alone. This is episode nine, ladies. We are making it almost, it's almost 10, okay? (laughs) What's up? What's up? I'm so happy to talk to you guys, and as always, it's a pleasure having you all join me in my conversation about motherhood. This episode is just going to be kind of a freestyle of us just talking. I want to talk about the nationwide formula shortage, why I hate working out, pelvic floor therapy, and hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids, okay? (laughs) We have to talk about it because these are things that happen in motherhood that people kind of shy around, but it's very much so happening, right? All these topics are a part of motherhood and it's a big freestyle episode for us. So I'm excited to just talk and chit chat with you all. Um, it's not really more structured this time with tips and all that. I still have an affirmation. Okay, get in, get into it. So I have an affirmation, um, but I don't have like tips and everything. We're just going to be talking or I'm just going to be talking. You're just going to be listening, maybe doing a little nodding, a little mm-hmm or a little what? Didn't know that, you know, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, you know, sprinkle, you know, a little razzle dazzle. Okay. <laughs> a little, hey, a little, <laughs> Y'all are feeling good today. Um, so before we, I get started, I wanted to tell y'all a little bit about what's been going on with me this week. I've taken a social media break and it's been so refreshing to just breathe and not feel like I'm doing reels all the time or, you know, checking my engagement, making sure I'm updating stuff and posting and, and, and all these things. Sometimes that, that life of living that influencer life, it's fun, right? It's fun. But I don't know how people can do that full time because it is a um definitely overwhelming I'll say that it is very overwhelming and it is a job for sure so if you know someone who does this full-time um give them their flowers because this is (laughs) that's not easy okay and and I just do this kind of part-time I know I'm up there every day but uh I got overwhelmed and I was just like I just need a break I want to spend more time with my family because I'm coming up on finish up my master's uh, in December, shout out to the MSW gang, okay? Social work gang, what's up? Um, but I wanted to make sure my, my focus is clear before I start getting into the rush of things, right? And so, yeah, if you need to take a break from social media, take a break from social media because sometimes it can really cloud your mind with the comparison aspect of maybe I'm not where I need to be or maybe I need to be doing more. I need to be hustling. I need to be grinding. Sometimes you just need to be sitting down. <laughs> be quiet. Read a book. And that's another thing. I just bought another uh, Colleen Hoover book um, to just kind of get into and kind of, you know, like when you read a good book, you just get lost in it and you leave this the environment you're in, right? You get into that book so much that it's just like a nice little escape, right? Escape, all right? (laughs) Anyways, so uh, like I said, I told you what we're talking about for this episode and I can't wait to talk about this one. And let's go ahead and get started though because let's be honest, mom breaks are not that long. Um, So if you're listening, you know what to do. Clock out and grab your wine, juice, water for the fitness moms, or coffee for the go-to moms, and let's talk motherhood. But first, let's start with our affirmation for the week, all right? And instead of telling you what I have learned or what it's still teaching me, we're going to get right into the episode, all right? So this affirmation is, things may look challenging right now, but they will get better, okay? 
That's it. That's all. That's the affirmation. (laughs) And now let's get into it. The formula shortage is wild. Okay. I am the mother that I need formula for my baby. Thankfully, Layla is, um, she's going to be six months. Oh my God. At the end of this month. And we're transitioning her into solid foods, right? So we're starting with rice cereal and things like that, but you still need formula. You still, still need milk to do this rice cereal, right? And you will be surprised how much is gone within these stores, right? And it's really sad because um, you have some moms who are new moms, right? And they're looking for this formula for their babies and they can't find anything. Luckily, like I said, we're making this transition for Layla into solid food. So we're not as pressed, you know, but if I was a new mom, I would be very concerned and very worried, right? Because I mean, the shelves, ladies and gentlemen, are just, I mean, there's nothing. And let me tell you something else. Uh, Walmart tried to get me, okay? Because I, I went and got some, I was like, oh, you know, let me get this can of Simulac. This Simulac can is $17. That's a steal, blah, blah, blah. Girl, I went and got that Simulac can. That can was as big as my hand. And for $17, I said, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why y'all trying to rip off moms like that? Like, like women aren't trying their best to support, you know, their babies and things like that. And, and families in general, you know, we are a, a well, I would say we will off, right? And we are still like, this is some expensive formula, right? And um, the second thing I like to say, also, this is not the time for other moms who breastfeed to judge moms who don't or cannot breastfeed. On behalf of those moms, I would like to just say pipe down and help us find some formula, okay? This is, I, I and I totally get it. Yes, breast milk is whatever y'all want to say. Breast milk is the best milk. I, I don't care. I really don't. I feel like I enjoy breast breastfeeding my little one while I can and things happen and it dried up my supply because I was trying to heal. And so I was not able to do that. So I would say be mindful and show grace to those mothers, right, who have been trying their hardest to bring back their milk supply. I had one mother tell me that she tried so hard to um, feed her little one, but her little one didn't latch and her milk production was terrible. She was drinking like liters of bottles um, and just like nothing, gallons. She, she, I think she was like gallons, I'm sorry, gallons of water a day and nothing was helping her milk supply increase. She was going to a lactation, a lactation consultant, all of those things and nothing was happening. So she was already beating herself up and now this formula shortage comes around and now other moms are beating us up too. Um, no ma'am, no ma'am. I'm going to continue to feed my child the best way I can and be the mom that I can, and you're not going to shame me, okay? Talk to him, because I am. Hello? Ding dong, I'm at your door. Don't judge another mother, because, you know, they you don't know what their situation is. Just like, I'm not going to get into it, but you know what I was going to say. <laughs> just like pro-life, you know, you don't know a mother. Just the, the simple thing of everything I'm just going to say, sometimes we need to mind our business, I'm very much so pro-life, but I don't know some of the mother's choices for pro-choice. And that's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to mind my business because I don't know. Right? That's, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get into that because I don't want someone saying, oh, this isn't that. I'm not, don't, don't take my words. Don't change them. Okay. (laughs) Whoopity-doo. Bring it in. (laughs) Bring it in. We're talking about the formula shortage, but I kind of went on a tangent, but we're going to bring it back in. It's just be mindful. Okay. Just be mindful of what you're saying to mother's 
in the time that they're trying their best and they're struggling to find food for their baby. It's even gotten to the point, right? Gotten to the point where I've seen people posting these recipes from like the 70s, the uh, 50s of how they made milk. I mean, like the recipes are all beat up, right? Like they, it's like they're, they're showing like paper copies of beat up recipes. And they're like, maybe this will help y'all who who need formula. That's what that's where we're at. So just be mindful of what you say to other women. Okay, like don't say anything like I don't have that problem. Okay, well thank you Cheryl for not having that problem. But but Cynthia over here does, and we're gonna help her out, right? We're, this is a unity based moms off the podcast. I call it moms off the podcast because we are a unity community. Okay, I like that. That might be on a shirt. A unity community. Okay. <laughs> don't don't do that because I copyrighted. Let me get it copyrighted, okay? Um, <laughs> in this episode, I'd also like to talk about how um, after baby, I ran into some issues, and um, I'm gonna switch it now from the shortage, you know, um, to also talking now about working out. Okay, I hate it. Ooh. That felt so good to say, y'all. I hate it, okay? I hate it. I don't know if it's my body. I just can't. I hate it. <laughs> and I'm so I'm trying to be so mindful of what I eat as well. You know, I just was having this debate because crumble cookies has me in a, a chokehold, okay? And I've been trying my best not to go over there and get a little four-pack of cookies simply for myself. Okay, I'm trying. It's really hard. And working out is very hard as well because it's like now you're doing something to get your body one back up to the place where you have the most endurance like you used to have before baby. And then you're trying to maintain that endurance. Right. And it's, and you feel good after you work out. Right. You know, it's, it's a it's like going up a hill. You know, it's hard trying to get into the workout, to the workout in general. But then coming down, it's a little bit better, right? You're like, oh, this is not that bad. I'm, I'm, I'm flying down a hill, you know? And so working out is definitely an issue I've been having. And it's because, one, the willpower to do it. Two, I'm heavier than I was before I had baby. So I feel like I'm at this ground zero place where I'm just like, Mm, what's the point you know like, and I know that you know I want to be healthy but it's it's almost like dag this is hard this is hard and I know from this point out when I want to have my next child God willing I'm going to try and work out and walk more while I'm pregnant you know so I don't deal with this and even the healing component like healing faster when um when you're a little healthier before baby right um and I will also say be gentle with yourself while you're while you're pregnant because I was gentle with myself because I was I was just tired all the time. Like the first trimester kicked my butt. But I was like, you know, mm, I don't want to really work out. I want to just eat this bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. <laughs> um, but yeah, working out has really been challenging. And I think sometimes I have those setbacks where I'll do great one day, and then the next day I'm just like, I'm tired. I, I, baby has worn me out. Being a wife has worn me out. I'm trying to make sure I'm showing up for everyone and showing up for myself, and I'm tired. And on those days, sometimes instead of beating myself up, I take, I take my time and I show myself grace. Like I'll be like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and refresh myself through reading a book or 
playing a game on my phone, just kind of, my husband calls it vegging out. I hate that he calls it that because if you don't know what that means, just go look it up. I hate that he calls it vegging out. But it's basically when you just kind of unplug your brain and, you know, just sit and do something that you enjoy without feeling obligated to do anything else. And that's what I do probably sometimes late at night. I think also coming along with working out, you have to make sure you're getting sleep. And I think trying to pair those together, that's hard too, you know, trying to wake up and and be like, okay, today is the day that I'm going to get it done. And then I've only had, what, five hours of sleep? (laughs) There's no way I'm exhausted, right? Um, Is the sleep pattern of eight hours, is that that real? Somebody let me know. Is anyone, is any mom up here getting eight hours of sleep? Because if you are, tell me. What what is the regimen? Tell me, cause I need to know. I, I really need eight hours of sleep. I do, um, but it's not happening. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm gonna keep trying. Maybe I'll keep trying. Um, but yeah, so I ran into that problem, and then let's talk about hemorrhoids. I don't even like talking about this, ladies. Oh my god, hemorrhoids have truly been a pain in my a dollar sign dollar sign. Okay. Let me tell you why. Um, they don't talk about hemorrhoids as much as they should. Um, post-pregnancy or even postpartum hemorrhoids and things like that. Um, let's call them something cuter though because hemorrhoids sound ugly. Let's call them the H-man. Okay. No, no, that's that's, that's weird. Uh, hold on. Let's call them. Hmm. Let's call him Roy. <laughs> so Roy, that sounds like a man, don't it? Mm. it, it men are painting our, <laughs> painting our a dollar sign, dollar sign. <laughs> Anyways, let me just call it hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids um, definitely happen postpartum, and that's why they tell you to get tux pads. I don't know if you have ever had tux pads. They are God's creation to this world. Um, they are witch hazel pads that you put in the little crevices of your booty, and they help your hemorrhoids. I know this sounds weird, and I know y'all probably like, ooh, we talking about hemorrhoids. Yes, we are, and some women up here are like, yes, I've gone through it, and some women have torn. Okay, let's talk about that. That, that, that hurts as well down there, and... But specifically hemorrhoids, let's talk about that. Specifically hemorrhoids have been challenging to me because I can't squat. I can't lift like I used to because it really is so bad for me. I'm not playing like even sitting here recording. I get so uncomfortable that I'll stop it and just kind of like stand up to stretch. Right. And uh, and use tuck pads and, you know, preparation age, all that stuff to the point where now I am going to go see a uh, GI about this issue. Um, the end of this month, right? I'm going to go see someone, a specialist to help me because I don't know what's going on. And, I, and it kind of scares me because I don't like this feeling. It's it's very painful using the bathroom. Um, and yeah, I've been dealing with that for like, I, I want to tell you, like I've really been dealing with this since the end of January and I haven't been able to, I've gone to the doctor, right? They've given me things. Um, and then I'm finally getting to a specialist in May. So that just gives you a time frame of how long I've been dealing with this. It's, it's been horrible. But going through that um, sparked, my, sparked my interest in pelvic floor therapy. Okay, I don't know if you ladies are familiar with pelvic floor therapy. 
But pelvic floor therapy, I've been seeing a specialist since last week. And I mean, even just those two visits that I've had, it's been amazing because she's taught me the breathing techniques. Um, She did a a scar massage on my C-section scar. Literally, guys, she was so patient with me because shout out to Christy um, for optimal performance um, health in Riverview, Florida. Shout out to her because she was literally massaging my C-section scar and she could feel me tensing up, right? And she told me in like the sweetest voice, she was like, it's not going to come open. And you know, that was my biggest fear recovering. I don't know. I know, I know people are like, you know, it's been months. It's not going to come open, but that's something that I still get scared about. And she just massaged it and it felt so much better because in pelvic floor therapy, they also will tell you to massage that scar so you can have more flexibility. Sometimes that part of my belly is very tight where I've had my scar. So she helped me with that in pelvic floor therapy. She helped me with breathing techniques um, to do so expanding your stomach outward when you inhale. And then when you um, exhale, your stomach comes in. Okay, so you know how we breathe and we breathe and we breathe. Our shoulders go up. Don't do that anymore. Okay, so um, put your hand on your chest, hand on belly. Inhale and let your stomach go out. Exhale and then bring your stomach in. Right. That's how it works. So that helps because she talks about how the diaphragm and the pelvic floor go hand in hand with the pressure, the pressure that it puts on your pelvic floor. And I can't explain it, but she did this crazy, a wonderful analogy with a balloon to show me how I need to start doing that breathing. And that helps a lot. Bending forward to make sure you empty your bladder all the way um, helps. In, and she talks about that in pelvic floor therapy. And another thing she talked about in pelvic floor therapy was using, um, using, what is it? The little tushy it's called tushy, which is like a, a bidet, you know, you, you spray your butt, <laughs> um, to make sure that you, you know, uh, if you're having problems like how I'm having with hemorrhoids and things like that, it helps. It's like what much more softer and cleaner down there. Right. And then also, um, she talked about, um, not drinking so much water. If you're having, some people also have issues with their bladder when they have pelvic floor therapy. So you see those moms that'll say things like, oh yeah, you know, you're going to pee a little bit when you, when you sneeze after birth. That's just normal. That's not normal. Okay. That means something's wrong with your pelvic floor. And so make sure you, you do a few tips. A few tips she was telling me was, um, not to drink my water in big gulps, right? Sip my water so that my, my, uh, bladder doesn't get so overwhelmed so fast and I'm peeing all the time. Right. Or for those people who, who cringe at peeing, I urinate all the time. Right. I think urinate sounds worse than pee, but whatever. Um, and then she was saying when I use the restroom, right. When I let, when I release, I pee pee. <laughs> y'all. Um, she told me to do the breathing. So remember I was telling you hand on chest, hand on belly, uh, inhale out and then my stomach goes out and then exhale. My stomach comes in and then put my hands on my knees, feet flat on the floor and bend forward. And that helps me release what, uh, and then come back up, sit back up. And that'll help me release anything that's left in my bladder. If there's anything in there, right? So those are a few things I would 100% tell everyone who has even you know who doesn't have issues to seek out pelvic floor therapy after having a baby because it's just very wonky down there okay like something sometimes you might feel like you can't hold your bladder anymore or you have to use a bathroom like 
quickly, quickly. Like I have to get, I have to get there now or else something's going to happen. That is your pelvic floor having some issues. So a weak pelvic floor. So pelvic floor therapy is wonderful. And I would just say, you know, seek, seek that out. Right. And then also with hemorrhoids, if you are having issues with hemorrhoids or had issues with hemorrhoids, tuck pads are amazing preparation H, but see a specialist as well. That's what I'm going to do. And hopefully I get some relief guys. And then I can work out. Maybe that'll make me stop. Maybe that'll help me to stop hating working out. Right. Cause I, I'm just not feeling it. I used to love working out when I was, you know, post no, excuse me, pre-baby. <laughs> I used to love working out. I was getting, getting to my goals. But I'm just like, I'm really trying to love it more, you know? And I think I just have a negative connotation to it because I'm in pain when I'm trying to work out, right? That makes sense? So y'all keep me in your prayers, in your mama prayers, right? Because we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, but if you all also um, want me to bring on someone... Um, who is way more insightful about pelvic floor therapy and fitness postpartum. I actually know a lady and I was talking with her and I want to get her on here. So if y'all are interested, let me know. Send me a message on my Instagram at Deirdre Brannick. That is D-E-I-R-D-R-E-B-R-A-N-I-C-K. Deirdre Brannick. Okay. Um, shoot me a message if y'all want to see that. Cause regardless, I'm, I'm really trying to get her up here cause she's really good. Um, especially with like core workouts and all that stuff. Okay. If you all enjoyed this freestyle talk, um, let me know. Or if you like more structured episodes where I give the tips, let me know that maybe I can just kind of like, you know, do it every other time. Right. I enjoyed this freestyle one because we're just talking about what's going on in this world what mothers actually face, what I'm facing. (laughs) Um, And maybe you all relate to that or it resonates with you. So let me know if you like that. Talk to me and tell me um, those things. And I can even do a day in the life of a mom type podcast where I tell the funny things that happen (laughs) to me throughout the week. Let me know. Let me know. Let's just talk. Okay. And then I'm trying to get more people up here where I can just really talk talk with them so we can see more perspective and hear more stories. We're getting there. We're getting there. And I also have some big news and I'll probably tell that one later, right? But I am trying to launch some things um that is like a um like a brand for moms off the clock. So you guys so I got some things coming, some things in store. So please be I'm just tuning in and listening to that because I can't wait to talk about that. And I'll reveal some things later on once I, you know, put them into motion the way I do or the way I want them to look or the way I want them to be, I should say. So I'm not going to say too much. I'm not going to say too much because I'm rambling. But if you guys like this episode and you want more of these kind of freestyle ones, tell me some topics you want to talk about. Let's do that. Okay, so shoot me a message. Don't forget at Deirdre Brannick on Instagram. It's D-E-I-R-D-R-E Brannick, B-R-A-N-I-C-K. Okay, so also my last thing, show these other moms grace. Okay, who are going through this shortage and this, this is a hard time for everyone. We are a unity. What community? I'm about to put that on the chart. Okay, shout out to y'all. Okay. (laughs) And as you get ready to clock back in, know that you are doing your best. It's not about being perfect. It's about being progressive. Until next time, mama, see you soon. And let me go check on my baby.